All good. Yeah. Yes. All good. All good. Gabe just uh, Gabe just texted me and asked if we're doing good. I think we are doing good. And I'm, you know, again, I'm like super glad that we're all here today. Um, thank you for uh, for coming to another episode of Drawing for Tattooers. I'm James Wisdom. Um, with me today, we've got we've got Amber, we've got Harriet, and we've got Spirit. So, um, morning, everybody. So glad. So glad you could all come. A good way to start the week. It is a good. This it is a, a great way, way to start, start the week. week. It's uh, um, it's fun to draw, and it's really fun to be together with friends, um, you know, and and other people who are you know passionate about doing drawings as well. So, you know, I'm um, again, I I feel like so fortunate to be able to spend this time with you all. Uh, ah. So, uh, I've got to do the, the morning announcements. Hopefully, uh, that shouldn't take too awful long. Let me see if I can't, uh, see if we can't get it together this time. Okay, so, if I can, if I can share this screen. Yep. Got it. Okay, cool. So, this time... This time I was able to figure out, uh, see, all good, all good. Respond to Gabe so he doesn't think we're, uh, doesn't think we're slacking, right? <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and the gang's all here, so uh, good morning, gang. Um, welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, uh, where uh, tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join these live stream real-world events. Uh, we're here to share, inspire, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Uh, we beam out nearly every day, and with your help, uh, we've evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have been receiving rave reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo on all the app stores, the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, as well as our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Roku, uh, at uh, Roku, reinventingthetattoo.com slash Roku, uh, where we actually have um, 15 channels going on at any given time, 24 hours a day. Um, so let's see here. Um, uh, yeah, you can also catch our podcast on uh, the major podcast directories such as uh, Apple and Spotify. Uh, but no matter where you're watching, live or on demand, the latest and greatest can always be found at reinventingthetattoo.com, um, where you can even try it out for free. There are sample web webinars, uh, Reinventing the Tattoo Canon, and we've even got advice uh, from Guy Atchison himself. Um, where he, you can actually uh, you can communicate with him about your unique goals and your, uh, your tattoo history. So um, on that note, we have uh, also a free course from Jay Brown, a comprehensive tattoo history course. Um, and so I would, really, I would really recommend that, you know, to, to anybody interested in tattooing. But of course, like, you know, if you know an apprentice or if you have an apprentice, it's really great for them to, uh, to get hip to uh, the history of tattooing. Um, 
Okay, we have uh, reinventing, let's see, I'll scroll down so that way we can start to see. Right, so I'm on the site. So when you come to the reinventing site, you get a chance to um, see, uh, see for yourself, right? So we have this little, uh, a bot down here. We're greetings, we're here to help, right? We'll close that for now, but um, there is an app uh, for the reinventing the site. It is cool. Um, and then there's always going to be the stream of whatever's coming up or whatever's, uh, you know, whatever's current. So, um, you know, next up, we've got the reinventing the tattoo, uh, the tattoo weekly. Okay. So, um, da, 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 da. right. So I mentioned the Roku channel. That's cool. Hopefully, um, if you have Roku, you're checking us out there. All right. Um, and we also have professional development courses available. Uh, here on the site, um, if I can, if I can get to it, courses, just to check it out really quick. So um, there's all of these, all of these courses here, um, and they're reasonably priced. Depend, you know, and depending on your interest, there's, you know, there's something for, uh, for, for so many different interests. Uh, but again, there's there's some free stuff if you want to check it out too. Um, over uh, 20 world class tattoo artists have you know uh, have contributed to uh, the canon here. So, uh, anyways, um, check this out uh, and be sure to tag a friend, somebody who loves tattoos. Um, yeah, and uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. All right, so we're going to talk about. Um, talk about our lineup, right? The lineup of, of excellent programming that we are, uh, that we're currently offering to you. So again, um, you scroll down here uh, in the page, you can see, you know, some of the upcoming, uh, some of the upcoming programs. Uh, let's kick it off with Sundays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern with Jason Leeser. Um, uh, that's the Sunday Skills Building Drawing Group. Um, where he talks about uh, how to build up your skills. And it's really kind of a forum for, um, you know, for a lot of, you know, uh, just, just a lot of like question asking, a lot of like peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. So it's actually, um, it's really great. Amber, you were there yesterday. That was great. Um, it was excellent. Yeah. Um, so that's Sundays at, uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern. On Mondays uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern, we've got Drawing for Tattooers with me, James Wisdom, um, where we really talk about the fundamentals of drawing as well as like we go through different exercises, um, all with the, the, uh, the goal of just improving our art skills, our drawing skills, so that way we can, you know, ultimately use it for our, uh, you know, it's a means to our own ends. So that's really, um, that's really the point of, of our program here. Uh, at, uh, let's see, right at, at like 10, let me see. I'm sorry. <laughs> at 11 AM Eastern, right. We've got the tattoo weekly with Gabe Ripley, uh, Lauren Gregory and Jake Meeks, uh, Jake Meeks from the fireside network. One of our, uh, yeah, one of our, uh, affiliate networks. So be sure to check that out. It's, uh, all the new and, uh, new stuff with tattooing, uh, what's current in the industry. Um, at, uh, I want to make sure I get the times right. So bear with me here. Uh, we've got Robbie Ripple show, show, I, 
I have it written down here, but it's, um, uh, oh, here it is, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple. Uh, it is, uh, it is um, on Mondays, so check out Robbie Ripple's show. At 9 p.m. on Mondays, we have the uh, exercise and drawing group with Guy Atchison himself and Sandy McAndrew. So um, that's for uh, uh, that's for those of you who are in um, uh, the subscription section. Uh, ah, we have uh, we have paint night with uh, Renee as well on Monday. Again, it's not it's not listed exactly what time that is, and I don't have it I don't have it written down here. So be sure to check that out. Um, ah. uh, we also have on Tuesdays at ten a.m. Uh, the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group with Ricardo Sturdivant, um, and that's followed on Wednesdays, uh, one p.m. with the Tattoo Now Show, hosted by Gabe Ripley, and then finally uh, Thursdays at six p.m. Tattoo Collecting One Hundred and One, hosted by Fawn Baker. Um, so just a great, uh, just a great lineup of shows, um, for, for all your like tattoo interests. And so as I'm scrolling down here through the site, right, there's, um, there's all kinds of links to the different shows. And then here's where you could find where to join our shows. If you're interested in zooming into any of these programs, it's, uh, here's a schedule right here and you can, um, you can feel free to, to join us whenever you'd like. Uh, yeah. And here's where you can, here's where you can, uh, Talk to Guy and give him all of your info and give him, you know, uh, give him your unique goals. So, um, right. Let's just take a moment and we want to thank uh, some of our sponsors. Um, Raw Pigments. Raw Pigments Company is, uh, is tapping into the source. Uh, rawpigments.co. These are acrylic-free, vegan-friendly, powder-based pigments. Uh, they saturate the skin super well. I do have them in my personal lineup. Um, I think they're absolutely incredible. Uh, so take a look, rawpigments.co. Uh, WorldTattooEvents.com, the largest and most comprehensive resource for tattoo. So if you, uh, if, if you um, wanna find out the, the next tattoo event or you know, see if it's been rescheduled, be sure to take out uh, WorldTattooEvents.com. DLize Pro, also known as Dermalize, is uh um is is a is a bandage that's designed to protect your tattoos so if you're still using saran wrap it's time to up your game um check out dlize pro otherwise known as dermalize in the rest of the world um due to copyright laws um it's it's breathable it's been developed by specialists wound care specialists and they're specifically designed to help heal your tattoos so be able to check them out um, tattoonow.com. Tattoonow.com is technology for tattooers. It's the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. Um, they have CRM software, professional development, professional development tools, and all different types of uh, videos. So, uh, so go ahead and check out uh, tattoonow.com. Um, it's the leading edge of tattoo technology. Uh, and just tell them that, just, uh, just tell them that Gabe sent you and you're going to get, you'll, uh, I'm sure you'll get this, the, the special treatment. Right. And of course this wouldn't be reinventing the tattoo, uh, without a, without a, a big thank you to Guy Atchison. Be sure to check out Guy Atchison at guyatchison.com. 
Guy Etchison is, of course, the founder and inspiration behind Reinventing the Tattoo. Um, and at his website, GuyEtchison.com, you can find uh, a copy of his Biomech Encyclopedia. He's got DVDs, custom coil machines, oil paintings, and all kinds of prints. So um, check him out at GuyEtchison.com, or of course, uh, where you're at right now, ReinventingTheTattoo.com. We'd like to thank our affiliates. Uh, so the Apprenticeship Diaries with Amy Nichols. So if you are a person who's just getting started in your tattoo career, um, uh, this is a, this is a, a really a, a great show for you. Uh, and of course, the Fireside Network, um, Jake Meek's uh, educational network. Um, I've been really enjoying a lot of the content on the on your uh, network, Jake. So thank you very much. All right, and uh, again, you're at reinventingthetattoo.com. And uh, as always, if you would like to become a sponsor, um, you can email management at reinventingthetattoo.com, all right? All right, so thank you for your patience, gang. And welcome to the show. Uh, let me uh, stop this Stop this sharing and we'll get back to it. Yeah, excellent. So thank you all so much for <laughs> letting, me, letting me read all those important announcements. So many. So many people to thank, right? There's so many. Uh, there's so many um, members of the team that help us. Uh, you know, that help make this possible and keep keep it commercial free. So you know, we read a little bit of commercial in the beginning, but I'm really excited to to get to draw with all of you today. Um, I figured, uh, you know, why don't we just why don't we do a little bit of warm up? And then I had a, I had some some stuff to share, and then we can we're gonna do some figure drawing and stuff today because that really seems to be um, you know it's something that I'm very interested in. It's also something that uh, that you all have really been um, responding to very well. So I'm going to get my drawing stuff ready here. Let's see. I'm gonna right. Ah, let's do this. Okay, spotlight. I watched your um a few of your uh so you have two videos on tonal value, and um one of them was where you draw an egg, and the other one is where you draw like a like a, a sphere, and yeah. um you were you were talking about you were there was one thing that you did where it you you wrote tonal value on the paper but you couldn't see it and then you made it darker and you were like this is a perfect example of tonal value and my mind thank you so much thank you so much yeah yeah that's that's interesting yeah how um uh Sometimes there's some, sometimes serendipity happens, you know what I mean? You kind of, you, you get to this, uh, you get to this point and, uh, you know, like, again, I, I was like looking, you know, I'm, I'm talking about tone, tonal value and stuff. And then I can't see it. And then, like you said, I, you know, I wrote it down a little bit darker and that's, I think that's really kind of the, you know, um, I think that's really a great point because, you know, uh, it, it really is all about contrast. Right. right. And so that's how that's how we can we can make discernments as artists, but we're going to ultimately help our viewers, you know, the people who view our art 
help them with the making these discernments so that they can have you know uh they can start to interpret it right right and you said that there's a difference between legibility and readability and that for me was i mean that was just so poignant because you know it's one thing to be able to to see what it is but then it's another thing to be able to understand the story it's trying to tell Thank you've you got a couple so videos that um the egg one and then where you do an orange mm-hmm. and then also the one with the skull where we did yes. a lot of tone too so i don't know mm-hmm. spirit if you saw the one with with the skull but that oh, was really good one out. too okay, yeah there's a, um, that one. I, don't know. I well because because spirit was you know was talking about it last week uh you know i actually I really wanted to, I'm going to cover, I want to talk about tonal value today and, uh, you know, just to sort of highlight it, like, you know, I, I, I have, I have an egg, <laughs> I brought an egg today, nice. you know, something to, something to practice with. Right. Uh, but I also have, uh, an, an avocado. <laughs> so, you know, I really thought that this might be kind of interesting to, you know, to sort of juxtapose these two objects together because they have a similarity in terms of their form, but, you know, their tonal value, their local tonal, their local value, their local color is going to be different. And so, you know, we might be able to apply, you know, uh, the way we understand one to the other. So, um, so yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much, Spirit, for, uh, mm-hmm. for that. That was, you know, like, that, it makes me feel so good that you all are like, you know, checking out the content and then like, you know, getting anything from it at all. It's kind of like, you know, for me, I'm, I'm learning as I go, like this whole format is, is uh, there's challenges, you know, to it. And so I'm like, I'm busy sort of thinking about how do I set my camera up and can you hear me and stuff. Um, and I guess the, you know, the, the stuff that I talk about just sort of, you know, it just sort of pours out sometimes. So I'm, I'm really glad that it's, that there's, you know, that there's some, there's some things that you can get from it. Anyway, yeah. why don't we do some, uh, why don't we draw some ellipses? I think that'll be a nice way to kind of, let's get going. I've been, I've been, I've been like talking too much today. So let's see, what do I got? Uh, something, a darker tone. Yeah. And then I can make that a little bit darker. Right. So the difference, right. The tonal value difference, like light and dark. All right. So let's see here. Draw an ellipse. Again, just sort of go around the track a couple times and just get warmed up. Right. Very fun. Okay. So there's one, right? I think, you know, I just want to move around a little bit. Again, for this exercise, I like to use the shoulder. I really like to use the shoulder a lot. So, um, going to draw them any orientation I can. And I really want to try to like, you know, uh, I want to try to, again, like maybe challenge myself, you know, maybe there's a one way that I do it all the time. But in this exercise, there's a lot of, you know, any sort of way that I can, any sort of way that I can figure it out. Two, three. <laughs> Four. Five, six, seven, 
eight. Nine. Ten. The goal is to, you know, make something that is symmetrical and of course, you know, like uh, an end, you know, that's the beginning, right? You presuppose the end, <laughs> so it should be symmetrical. It should like be, I guess, one, ultimately one line, but we have these digital tools, it's 11, 12. We have these digital tools that can help us make these perfectly. Um, but again, I think there's, there is value in, you know, in practicing 13. It's funny. We have a, so we have a podcast of this show. It's audio only. <laughs> so, so everything we, everything we talk about is also, you know, um, there are, there are, we have viewers that like listen to this. So um, maybe there's a, you know, Maybe this could be a bit of ASMR, you know, <laughs> 14. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional ASMR, 15, 16. ASMR stresses me out. Sure. <laughs> People do it because it calms them down. And I'm like, I can't do that. It stresses me out. I just like it when people eat pickles with ASMR. <laughs> yes. Okay, I have to plead ignorance. I don't know what ASMR is. You're lucky. Yeah, I'm missing too much. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Yeah, it's uh, I forget the what you know what the acronym stands for, but it's basically really kind of uh, it, it's sounds and it's um, it's meant to sort of like you know stimulate your. Uh, ASMR response. So um, anyway, it's, uh, there's all kinds of, you know, uh, there's all kinds of sounds that, you know, that trigger us. And so the, you know, the, the category um, can be like any, anything, um, you know, crumpling paper or, you know, like whispering into the microphone or something like that. But uh, oftentimes, kinetic you know, what's that? There's a there's popular ones that are slicing that kinetic sand. Yes. Yeah. And you hear the crumbling of the knife going through the kinetic sand. Hmm. Makes my skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So but you never know. I mean, like I said, it's because it's so wide open. You know what I mean? There might be some that's there might be some that's enjoyable too. I'm at 26, 27. Oh, it's definitely beneficial to a lot of people. Yeah. I know a lot of um, I had a lot of autistic students that they didn't call it ASMR back then. They called it stim therapy. Mm. And we would do that with them with lots of noises and clicking and tapping, and it would calm them down. Oh, wow. 31. Yeah, that's um, it's just fascinating, I think, you know, but but also, but I wanted to warn you, right? We are we are a, a, we also are an audio podcast. So, <laughs> so so you never know what kind of, uh, you know, you never know, like. Uh, 
what people are going to get out of it. This is so visual. We're together. We're doing this visual thing. I don't know, 35. I'm like, I'm not keeping, I'm not really even keeping, you know, count right now. Just sort of enjoying our company, practicing a couple of these ellipses. Sometimes oh, it's yeah, there I, um... for you. Sometimes it's really there for you. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you practice them and then you need to draw one on the spot and then you just got it. You know, you, you've been, you've been working on it. And you just, you just got it. I was going to say that uh, when I asked the question last, I think it was last week, uh, and you were just saying that you should fully render an image before you do the tattoo. And uh, I, I mean, I've been, people have been telling me that for the longest time. And I've, I've never done it. I'm always just like, oh, I got this. I'll just wing it, you know. But I finally did it and have been, and it, it's made all the difference. It has made, I mean, it's like night and day, you know what I mean? Like from going from what am I doing to, oh, I'm, I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, I know exactly what this is going to look like. I think that's fantastic. I really do. I mean, you might, you know, th so you have a, a much more, uh, um, you have a much much better notion but there might be still some stuff you respond to while you're working you know you might mm -hmm. there might be a little tweak here or there where you change it but um but yeah no i'm i'm so glad to hear you talk about that i think a lot i was the same way i really thought for so long that i could wing it and and so i feel much more confident and i feel like i get a better result when i do like you like you just said like you know i i do the i do the due diligence beforehand i do the homework and then so I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's a better way. There's, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's all this, all these other ways that we can sort of practice and we can sort of make experiments and stuff. But uh -huh. when it comes time to do the tattoo, it's sort of, uh, there's so much at stake. You know what I mean? So it can be, it can be really, um, you know, there can, there can be a lot of, uh, of sort of, um, consequence to experimenting, you know, with the tattoo. So mm -hmm. not that we, we need to experiment when we do tattooing too. It's, it's not, you know, it's not all fixed and, you know, like we know it all. And even if you have the perfect sort of design going in, there's still going to be things. Um, but, but I, I, I really appreciate that you said that speaker. I'm glad. Yeah. Been a lot of other uh -huh. So we've got a got another got another guest joining us, Ricardo. Good morning, Ricardo. Hey, Ricardo. Hey, Ricardo. Um, well, I've you know I've like I've done uh, I've done quite a few ellipses, <laughs> just sort of just so random, just so random, and just sort of enjoying it. Hey, good morning, Ricardo. There you are. Morning. How are you going? Oh, it's 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 so well. It's so great that you could join us today. Yeah, glad uh, to be here, man. So, Ricardo, uh, I was I was hanging out with Ricardo yesterday on Jason Leeser's show, and Ricardo did a tattoo that he shared with the group. Oh my God, it was so amazing. It's so smooth. So good. Yeah, I saw that. That was ridiculous. Holy it looked God. like they just threw it on. 
<laughs> thank you guys i appreciate that man it was a fun one um you did it, it one helped. Sitting, yeah one sitting that's what i was just about to say it helped that the guy was like very willing and 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 took it like a champ man he sat like a rock so i don't know about you guys but tattooing sometimes it can get you know when you're in that bubble with the other person and they're going through that kind of like you know pain you feel kind of bad sometimes you're like okay where are we at on time you know yeah um so for him to be willing to like just lay still like that and like let me um you know create the image that he wanted um was great because that helps out a lot but i appreciate the kind words guys ricardo could you spell your last name i'd like to follow you on instagram yeah no problem it's uh sturdivant it's s t u r d i v a n t sweet let me grab some paper real quick hang on killer um all right let's see here i am <laughs> okay so um very good uh i had a something to share with us and so um let me see if i can't let me see if i can do that yeah uh i can bring it into bring it into something viewable hopefully y'all can see that okay yep. all right so um so this is a this is a chapter. Uh, it's from uh, Juliet Aristides, uh, um, uh, the drawing atelier. Let me admit, Jason. We've got Jason in the house, everybody. Jason. Hi, Jason. Jason in the house. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> I'm so uh, I'm so pleased everyone to join this morning. It's really great to have you. Um, so we've been really covering figure drawing quite a bit uh, lately, and uh, you know, and I think tying this tying these ideas of tonal value, you know, to like being able to draw the figure, I think are you know they're just so so important. So um, so that's where we're. Uh, I really wanted to share this uh, with you. It's a really great book, um, The Drawing Atelier by Juliet Aristides. Uh, it's it's really about figure drawing. And so um, I'm just gonna, you know, just cover a couple of the, uh, just a couple of the, the portions from this chapter that I think are so, you know, that are so valuable for us. Where's Jason at? Jason, are you here? There he is. Right here, just fixing coffee. All right, great. Oh. Um, so it's a good a good prompt with a little coffee myself mm. i'll drink to that outstanding all right so uh here's a little quote um if you who draw desire to study well and to good purpose always go slowly to work in your drawings and discriminate in the lights which have the highest degree of brightness 
and to what extent and likewise in the shadow, which are those that are darker than the others, and in what way they intermingle. And when you have thus schooled your hand and your judgment by such diligence, you will acquire rapidity before you are aware. Leonardo da Vinci. Um, right? It's sort of like this, uh, you know, it's like this sort of this calm approach, right? Go slow and take your time. Before you know it, you're going to be much, much quicker, right? You really, really will. It'll be there for you, right? With, uh, with your diligent practice. Um, but you're going to want to make discernments and you're going to want to study well. So, um, again, this is, uh, it's good advice, right? Cause Leonardo da Vinci, um, I think, I think he was the blue ninja turtle. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the one with the swords. Yeah. Hell yeah. I submit so, Donatello should not have been a turtle. It should have been Titian. Donatello was yeah, dead. Yeah. That, <laughs> have to write a strongly worded letter to the creators of that series, I think, but, or, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's a, like, it should be uh, Ninja Turtles, the next generation. And, you know, we could do yeah. some, some modern artists or something, Van Gogh and Picasso, the turtle, I don't know, something like that. Um, anyway, so um, Your project. here again, we've got these examples of drawing, mm. you know, drawing spheres uh, with, you know, with light on them. It's a really great practice. I think you're going to end up um, learning just sort of like the mechanics of how how light functions, and uh, and then you're going to really start to sort of see how shadows, how shadow, what a big role shadows, uh, you know, play. Because um, I, so this is something that I recently learned, uh, and I guess it it makes sense. You know, we are of course like we're three dimensional beings, right? We've got height, width, and depth, but we don't really perceive, you know, we, we can't really see depth, right? We, we can only actually see in two dimensions. This is a, this is a, this is a, a really funny thing. We can only see in height and width, but it's depth cues that give us the perception of depth, right? It's, it's light that gives us this sense of, of, of depth of the third dimension. So, um, Again, I am I am no scientist, so I cannot like explain it more than that. It might be worth looking into if interested, but uh, it's just this fascinating thing. We when we look through our eyes, even if you only you know if you as long as you have one eye that that looks right, you can see what seems like depth, but it's it's really uh, it's it's really something that develops in the mind. So. Um, I think, I think in a real way, it's probably why we can draw illusions, right? So why we can draw illusionistic images in a two-dimensional format, right? And it looks like 3D because it's the mind that really puts it together. And in order to create that illusion, like understanding how light, you know, a tonal value works um, can be really, really like the key to, to getting that, uh, to getting that across. Right. So, um, there's some beautiful, some beautiful examples and artworks inside of this chapter. Um, things that I, you know, uh, again, I can't, I can't recommend enough, like, you know, getting some art books, getting some good art books and, and keeping them in your collection and reading them. Um, I think <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. Like uh, when I first got my copy of uh, reinventing the tattoo, 
uh, in the year 2001. <laughs> um, God, I just looked at the pictures, you know, it was like, you know, it was, I just looked at guys' pictures. They were so beautiful. You know, I didn't, I, I really didn't read it as, you know, like the way that I do nowadays, I just get so much more out of the reading of it. So uh, mm. I really cannot, you know, I just cannot like recommend enough, like, yeah, enjoy the pictures and study them too. read the pictures, but you're also, you know, read the, read the language as well. I think it's going to, you're going to get something uh, that's so valuable. So here's a really interesting uh, concept and example that I'd like to highlight. All right. Simultaneous contrast, simultaneous contrast. Um, so I hope that you've all heard of this before, but here's the sort of the way that it works. You can see this example here. Um, in the center, we've got this swatch of gray, right? That appears to be darker because of the context that it's in, right? So over here on the left-hand side, you can see that this swatch of gray, which is consistent, looks a certain relationship to the light side. And then over here, uh, you know, all the way on the right, we can see that in relation to the dark side, it looks much lighter. Um, so again, you know, when you're rendering stuff, it can be super uh, tempting, right? To try to over render it and make, you know, make everything just, just so. But oftentimes there's a simultaneous contrast, again, that like sort of where you're, the, the mind of the viewer is really doing a lot of the sort of the separating and stuff. Um, so um, I, I, would, I would really sort of encourage you to try this out, you know, like uh, try it out in your own compositions and, and your own sorts of, see if you can recognize it, that it's happening. Something has a particular value and then it's, it's really how you push the highlight or push the shadow that ends up sort of, you know, bringing out the character of it. So simultaneous contrast is um, not only is it effective, but it really kind of, um, uh, it, it's something that we see often. Um, so here's another- Could you go back great. real quick and give multiple, yeah. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. value set a single mid-tone appears to be lighter when surrounded by dark dark okay got it mm -hmm. absolutely no please uh you know i love i love it when you know you all engage and sometimes like you know that's the thing like i don't i definitely don't have all the answers uh and like getting a question that getting a question that stumps me and makes me want to go out and like look up look up some more information i think is the I win then, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm the winner, you know what I mean? Because because uh, I'm going to I'm going to learn. Um, Is there any way we teaching. can post a link to this handout? Um, uh, well, so it's I will. It, it's a it's a book and uh, I don't know if I can share it. I, I may be able to sh I may be able to share it, you know, closely. <laughs> I may be you know committing copyright infringement, enough, so I don't want so I have to be careful. But um, but certainly like uh, you know, so it's Juliet Aristides, um, the Drawing Atelier, and so that's the um, that's this book, um, and it's uh, you know, it's it's just an amazing book. I think because it's, I'm only kind of showing a little portion of it, a chapter, and this is for educational purposes. I think it, I think we're within a fair use. We are. Um, but uh, at the same time, it's sort of like, uh, um, 
it's it's so tricky you know what i mean it really is so tricky but i you know but again i you know um it's such a such a wonderful drawing and i really kind of feel like this is we're we're really seeing this simultaneous contrast really exemplified here in this particular drawing likely this the paper is the tone right the paper is this sort of constant you know uh is that's giving us this particular value and sort of pushing you yeah. know pushing the lights a little bit lighter pushing the darks a little bit darker here and there um there's a real photographic quality to it you know that i think is sort of nice um but uh but again i mean this could be drawn from life if you, you give it enough time you know there's a really amazing things that can be drawn from life so damn that's a drawing yeah yeah so here we can zoom in a little tighter you can see the pencil marks and stuff over here. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah right? It's, um, that's that's pencil. Let's see, I don't know if that gives a, uh, a simple, uh, yeah. So this that's by, uh, by Graydon Parrish, uh, Tragedy. It's uh, from 2002. Charcoal, mm -hmm. uh, white chalk on light blue paper. Uh, 24, awesome. 24, three quarters by 15 and a quarter inches. Um, yeah, so it's a drawing and, and it's, you know, 24 by 15. So it's not, you know, I mean, it's, it's not super huge, you know, two feet. Whoop. But yeah, <laughs> if I select it, um, uh, whatever. Yeah, it, that's probably closer to what it would look like on blue paper, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, you know, yeah, beautiful, beautiful rendering and stuff is possible. This is one from the author uh, herself. Um, awesome. Again, I, this is a toned paper exercise, right? So what we can see is like the paper has been has just like has this wash of material. It might be like Conte or something like that. You can see a little bit of the paper showing over in the corner um but then yeah so pushed and pulled right darker and then also just heightened with a little bit of white and so um and it's you know uh as far as line goes line just sort of you know the the, the line is really just sort of holding the shape together you know there's not a lot of there isn't lines that are really sort of like describing anything it's 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 more um, that's one of the things about art versus tattoo art, you know what I mean? And, and tattoo illustration or illustration in general is that there's no, there's no use of line work in, in creating depth, you know, among, along with like what you're talking about with the values and things like that of, of contrast, um, it's edging, you know, edges are what help create those tonal values and those shifts and differences of light and dark. So it's really incredible to see like that, that usage of, of all those more contrast, higher higher contrast edges versus the uh, more subtle tones and things like that too, like those uh, gradations. So it's I, pretty neat I, to see that. yeah, couldn't agree more. Is that that's a, it's super perceptive? Is is that What's shadow that? that's that's creating the top of her is kind of that that's creating the edge of the top of her torso? Would that be chiaroscuro? Yes. 
so so chiaroscuro is is just is uh, extreme light and dark. So yes, this would definitely have that. This would be an example of the chiaroscuro for sure. It's like it's got the light and the dark. Um, that's really really all the you know all the examples. I think when you're um, so if you're outside, you know, for instance, and it's like a kind of a cloudy day, uh, you see that the light is light becomes really diffuse, right? And so everything will kind of be flattened out because the light is so everywhere, right? Uh -huh. Well, that, you know, that's like, that's the opposite of the chiaroscuro, right? In the controlled sort of in, in setting where you have a really strong light, that's when you get this dramatic light and shade, right? Whereas the light becomes sculptural. Mm. So yeah, that's very nice. Nice, nice, uh, nice reference spirit. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you want that extreme light. Tenebrism is another word for that same concept. Is the is the extreme light and dark. Um, and so, so yeah, absolutely, it's it's very nice. Um, and then I know that we're we're getting close to like another example here, which, yeah. So wow. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Uh, this is like a hopper, or not? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm, I'm now I feel now I feel self conscious. Uh, who is this artist? Is it uh, opposite? Ah, Millet. Jean-Francois Millet, the lobster fisherman throwing their traps, night effect. So sort of see it. Um, again, it's, you know, there's a lot of simultaneous contrast, I think, in this particular example. And, you know, um, and even the moon, you know, that's there is like, it's not this sort of, you know, it, it, there's some tone to the paper as well. Um, and, and it's not like, uh, it's, it's bright, it's reflecting, you know, that's how the moon works, right? It reflects the sun back to us, but at, you know, at night. Um, but yeah, it's uh, um, just so dramatic and, and so, uh, so clear, right? Because of the tonal relationship, because of how, uh, how these, uh, how these forms are described through just, you know, they're made readable because they were made legible, right? We can read them as bodies because they were, they were pushed to give us just this, just this right amount of, of tone. And it brings it closer, right? It brings it closer to our point of view where we can see like way off in the distance. It's, it's almost illegible, but there's a little ship Probably. I mean, that's what I'm imagining. It, you know, could, I guess it could be like a, could be like an island or something, but I'm imagining that's probably a little ship way off in the corner. Uh, and, you know, like we would have to, you know, we'd have to infer that because it's almost, it's so light and it's so, you know, sort of hazy. It's kind of hard to make out that detail, but it looks as if it's way, way back there. And again, this is, this goes back to this notion about like, we we only perceive depth because of its you know its tonal relationship to our imagination so very very cool one um hey james i just did a yo. quick google search for classical drawing atelier and yeah. uh that is available as a free pdf download um via google if you google it sure you can download it and follow along hell yeah That's i um awesome. 
I that's where I that's where I got it from, and I wasn't sure if I, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was legit, you know. Uh, but thank you for thank you for doing that, Jason. I, I really I, I really appreciate it. So it's it's a really great uh, this is a great resource, and I really do think you know um, we want to support though you know we want to support authors and uh, um, she has a she has a number of other books as well that I think are um, that are really great and so um, I I can't recommend uh, I can't recommend her enough. Juliet Aristides, just a brilliant, brilliant artist and author. But here's another, like, just, I don't know. I love, I love this one. This is more contemporary. You know, here we were, we're just looking at one that was from. There's another uh, book by a guy named uh, John Berger. Okay. I'm going to write that down. I'm frozen. John Berger. Cool. Yeah, I um, thank you, Ricardo. What I'm find is I like I don't know, I like finding new references. I like finding new things. I think it's um, you know, it it and sharing them with each other. It really is uh, it really is this. It's just this way that we um, that we all get better, right? We all get stronger. Simplify, right? Simplify, simplify, simplify. Um. Uh, let's see if there's, um, mm. uh, there was just this, this example here that I wanted to get oh, to, wow. um, this sort of information readily available on the internet, Thank you, right? And there's so yeah. many different ways to find it. And I, you know, as long as, you know, here at our, here it is, we're reinforcing this classical order of light here. Um, I think that if, as long as you start to connect this to your memory, you really start to think about it when you're rendering stuff. Um, I think that this is, this is a good place to start. And then the next thing would be like, how do you assign hierarchy to, to vary, you know, to your subject matter, you know? So like we were looking at earlier with the, the lobster fishermen, right? They had been assigned the, the, you know, like the greatest range of value from lightest lights to darkest darks for the most part that's where you're finding um uh that's where you were finding like you know the all of the tone in the fishermen and that was helping us sort of like know that they were the subject matter um but i think you know to ricardo's point earlier about the edges i really want to point out just you know like uh just quickly uh that it's how we render the edges of our shadows that really gives you know um so some of the most pertinent information so for instance here when we look i'll just zoom in a little bit more closely so when we look here at this sphere we see this core shadow right what this indicates for us is we can you know we can see the you know we see this direction of light hitting this is really the point where the light is is totally parallel to the surface of this thing, right? It's passing right past it. The highlight is the is the most perpendicular to the light, right? So it's where the light source is actually, it's, it's perpendicular to the light source. So it's reflecting directly off of it, right? It's hitting this surface and bouncing, right? You can see all the rays bouncing off in this little example up here. But here where the, the darkest part is, it's where the light is passing right past the object. So 
what's interesting is we've got these two different shadows here. We've got this shadow on the form, which is like a form shadow, and it has a really soft edge, right? It's very, very sort of soft. It's very sort of smooth. And then this casted shadow, well, you know, it, it is like there's some lightness to it, but it's very crisp, right? And that's a that's a real difference that we find in the shadow family, right? That like the shadow on the form has a softer edge, and then the sh the shadow that's being cast is much more crisp, right? It's not until you get like so right here, right near the right where the the cast shadow is close. It's the crispest. It's it, crispest. <laughs> the edge is the most crisp, right? And then as you get back here towards this, you know, towards this edge, it's slightly more diffuse, right? Why? Because there's all sorts of reflected light. Light is actually striking this object. It's hitting the surface and it's bouncing back onto the object. That's how we can see this somewhat lighter edge. We'd want to think of this, though, I think in simultaneous contrast terms, though. This reflected, this little bit of reflected light. And so it's reflecting off this surface and it reflects back and it's sort of diffusing the edge of the cast shadow ever so slightly. But right here, right where it's closest, you get that sharp, that sharp edge as opposed to this softer edge. And then there's just this, this last little bit that I think is so important and is, and can be, um, and then I think this harkens back to, you know, this, the Da Vinci, uh, quote that we that we you know talked about earlier this darkest dark it's right here this is the shadow of occlusion this is where there can't there isn't any of that reflected light isn't getting to right and this is um it's 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 the darkest of darks so it's right where this object touches its surface or you know touches whatever it's on so um Having the cast shadow super important, but then of course you know if you can if you can push right push the value just a little bit darker, um, you you really end up giving yourself uh, you know it, it it grounds it it gives it this sort of like relationship, um, and so this is how you could make things sort of appear to levitate right you pick it up off the ground you make the cast shadow on the ground maybe this darkest shadow of occlusion, um, again, there's more words for it, umbra, penumbra, ot umbra. Won't worry about that right now, but there's gonna be this little spot where the where reflected light isn't gonna get to until you get so far away from the surface that light is kind of getting to all of it, right? Then you may have a slightly more uh, consistent cast shadow. But yeah, this is, the, this is a very, uh, I think, helpful way to think about it. Um, and it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be super complicated. It's, it's, you know, I think you think about highlight and you think about shadow and, you know, the way that you end up, the way that you end up sort of internalizing that just gives you so much, um, so much capacity when you're going to draw, um, that that's when you can start to tell your, you know, that's when you can start to like tell the story about the space. Right, you can start to like assign, you know, hierarchy. This is darker. This is lighter. Oh, here's another. This is a fun. This is fun, right? So, the core shadow, 
Uh, it's also called the bed bug line. And the, so the bed bug line is, um, uh, it's a reference to the old drawing schools in Europe and probably in, you know, in the U S and stuff like the really old ones, uh, where like these old dirty drawing studios, um, they would have this really strong light on the subject, whether it's, you know, it might be like on the figure or it might be on like a still life or something. And so, uh, all the bed bugs would line up right on the shadow, the darkest part of the shadow. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was so dirty and gross, you know, it's like, so anyway, so that darkest edge, right? That's where all the bed bugs would line up and they wouldn't be in the light. <laughs> so, they would be, they would run from the light and then they would start hiding right where the shadow would fall. So that's this core shadow is also called the bed bug line. Um, just a, that's a fun fact. <laughs> you know why that's funny to me is because What's that? I always, yeah. you, the reason that's funny to me is, and, and actually I'm glad you said that because I was wondering one day if that terminating line was, was dark enough. So if something were to live there, would they be in, mm -hmm. in shade? And so that, that reference actually helps me understand that a lot more. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The Terminator, that's another that's another word that people use for it. The the, the Terminator. I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. I just took a screenshot of that chart so I can keep it. Awesome. Awesome. Um this is uh is it's very well done. Um you take your time with it and it starts to it's very complicated, I think. But also, as soon as you start to unpack it, you know, it can really become something that's very, uh, very useful. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're getting, uh, oh, that was, this is the last page. So this last page in this particular chapter. Um, so again, I'm, I'm so glad, uh, so glad I got a chance to share that with you all. It's, it's something that I think is, um, you know, it's, it's value. We're, you know, we saw it assigned to figures and stuff. And so I think it's, um, uh, it's really, it's, uh, it's really what we were sort of hoping to do today, right? We're really hoping that we could, um, hoping to tie these two concepts together, right? We're, we've been talking about anatomy, we've been talking about like, you know, how to, how to sort of capture the figure and gesture, but then, you know, once you assign some tonal value to it, that's when you can really start to emphasize and so you can start to, um, help make legible what your intention is, thus readable, right, for an audience. They can start to understand it. So uh, why don't we, uh, we've got to, <laughs> why don't we draw? Um, we've got this, we've got this really great uh, drawing app that we've been using. Um, let me see here. I think I gotta, gotta make this small again. Yeah, cool. So um, I've got, I've got our, I've got our, uh, I can share again, <coughs> share, cool. So there's our, here's our pose that we can see. Um, and let's see. Uh, I like I like today's poses, right? You know, we I know we uh, um, uh, we 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 do so much gesture. Uh, I think I think uh, it it would be good to do. Why don't we do two gestures and then we'll do a we'll do a slightly longer one. 
Um, so if you all, if you all can hang out and do it, let's, uh, where's the 30 second ones here? Ah, here we go. So, um, I'll just make them like 90 seconds. So that's kind of quick. Well, let's do two of these and then we'll be all warmed up and then we'll do, uh, we'll do a 10 minute one. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I like, I really like drawing for a long time. I know it's something, you know, you don't want to belabor it, you know, necessarily you need to capture some gesture, but I, I really like having a little bit of time on it myself. But, um, let's, uh, if everybody's set, you got your drawing, you got your drawing paper ready. Yep. Um, why don't we, why don't we start? Three, two, one. Fantastic. So 90 seconds. Cool. All right. Time for the next one. Awesome. I really like this. I really like this site. Hose Maniacs. Um, royalty free. And it does all of the, you know, does all the timing and stuff. It's shows you so much anatomy as well. So, um, it's a great opportunity to learn that stuff. It can be really difficult to, you know, to sort of understand what it is you're seeing when you're looking at a at a at a body, all of the flesh. Um, I mean, ultimately, that might be what you're trying to get to. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the maybe that's the end result or the goal. You want to draw the flesh, but. Um, But this this could actually be very very helpful. I think just it could be you know what I mean. It could be distracting too. I think it could be also. Uh, I was talking to my sister in law. She's a she's a nurse. And she, you know, she's like, oh wow, that that probably would be <laughs> that would probably make it much more complicated. So I don't know. There's probably a little bit of give and take. But I like it. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Pause.
Very nice. Um, so let me see here. Stop. Give me a break. There. <laughs> okay. Pose of the day. Uh, might as well. Go with today's. All right. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how long, I don't know how long if it's timed or not, but, you know, why don't we, why don't we shoot for like a, for like a nice 10 minute thing. It's a nice standing pose. Um, yeah, excellent. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to shoot for like, set a timer for like 10 minutes and, um, and that away. 10 minutes. Ooh. All right, that way we can, we'll have a little bit of, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> stop it. All right, so 10 minutes, go. So again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna compose it on the page and sort of think about how, how much space the figure is gonna take up. I'm also going to think about the balance, right? So this particular figure is balancing on one foot. So there's a certain relationship mm -hmm. to from the head to the foot. Mm -hmm. a certain relationship from the head to the foot. So find it. Draw a couple of gesture lines. And then again, we were we were talking last week. There's sort of a halfway point, right, where the you know, it's right there at the crotch. Um, so the, from the head to the crotch to the foot, you can measure it. And it's, that's really about the halfway spot. So um, all of the upper torso, all of that, and the head is first the upper half, and then the legs make up, they kind of create the lower half. So if I were to, you know, if I were to measure you know, if I were to like take my take my pencil and you know just sort of you know, quickly measure like take the, the, the top point of it and you know, use my thumb top of the head to the chin and just sort of measure out how many heads that is one two seven and a half seven and a half heads tall just as a you know just as a um, just a quick sort of, I could, I could map that out roughly. So, point. Like that, just give myself some parameters to go by. I kind of roughly, roughly know that's the like height, approximately. So the head's a good place to start with once you have sort of the basic parameters going. And um, I don't want to get too detailed, but you know I can start to um, start just having that little bit of information. I think can be useful. 
Um, next, I'd like to sort of find that sternal notch, right? So the top of the, uh, the top of the sternum. And I'm going to draw like a straight line or, you know, just a line that sort of follows along all the way down to that midpoint. But from there, I can start to measure out like from the middle, right, from the inside out. And this will, uh, this will sort of allow me to start to proportion this thing. So find there's an angle, particular angle here with the shoulder. Right. Oops. So how you know like just a once I have this sort of head and sort of shoulder girdles kind of like uh you know situated, I can start to sort of align like, all right, there's that inside of that knee, it lines up right for me, I'm sort of seeing it, so it lines up right where, right between the eyes, between the eyes and um, the brow ridge, really important, you know, bony landmark. So, me, other one, Foot here. Sort of quickly sketching it, you know. Um, once you have, uh, say, a couple of proportions together, for instance, right? So the head to the sternal notch, I could use that as a measurement, right? So I could grab that measurement and take it down and sort of say, that, all right, how much, uh, how many of those are in the, the sort of leg? I'm sort of finding from the you know, from the ankle bone to the knee, that's approximately that relationship, top of the head to the stomach. So then you just relate the body to itself, right? You just relate the body to itself, and it, um, uh, and then you get this really wonderful uh, um, harmony, right? There's a, there's a harmoniousness that starts to emerge. Arms. It's just, I always kind of put the arm, after I get the sort of the torso and stuff together, I start to think about the arm, like placing the arms on there. So, so this arm, particularly from the, from the AC joint, we talked about that last week, but that's, that's the spot where your, where your collarbone meets your shoulder blade. So AC is short for a chromioclavicular. So it's roughly from there, from the middle to the roughly the eye. That gives us a proportion to use. So that's, that's the, how far that extends out. And that makes sense. Other side, I guess, slightly.
And you've probably all seen that that famous like poster of Michael Jordan spreading his arms out. It says wings underneath it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's true, right? It's like it's true. You're you know you're you're basically your arms extended out is basically right. It's almost as tall as you are, right? It, that's that's another way to measure your height, right? You extend your arms all the way out, fingertip to fingertip, and then that's that's about it's, that's about how tall you are. Um, so in this, unless in you're this Michael Phelps. Place, What's that? Unless you're Michael Phelps. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I wonder. He's is his arms are longer than his than he's tall. They yeah. are. That's see. So there's always going to be you know like exceptions to the principle, but um, it's close, right? They're going to you know. So if you get your arms like all you know, you draw them all stumpy. It's like there's something about it that you know it doesn't it doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a good place to start. You know what I mean? You start to see like, all right, so the, from the top of the head to the crotch, that's one half of the body from, from the crotch to the foot. That's the other half. So that helps, you know, that helps us get the proportions of the legs. And then again, so arms, like, you know, how, how arms are fully extended. How much, how much is that? That's, about as tall, right? Well, unless you're Michael Phelps, <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to look, right? You'll definitely have to look. Wrong, wrong spot, though. Yeah, there was um, a group of scientists that actually did an, an anatomical analysis of him when he was winning all those gold medals in the Olympics a few years back, and wow. they actually found that he had a longer um, arm to leg ratio than the average human. And they said that no that maybe gave him a little bit out. more of an advantage. Mm-hmm. It was designed to be in the water. Side note, he also looks exactly like H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, wow, really? Really? Did not yes, if that. you look at a picture of H.P. Lovecraft and a picture of him, they could be the same person. Oh, wow, how about that? Awesome. It's the first thing I thought so of when seems- I saw him. I was like, um. <laughs> That's awesome. It seems like the foot that has a, um, the foot that has the bent knee is just a little bit in front of the other leg. That's the sort of the supporting leg. So just a little bit of just arrangement. Sketchy sketch. That's it. That's ten minutes. Um, God, it goes by so fast, right? Especially when you're having fun. Um, well, okay. So let's see here. Let's stop the share. Um, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like you know, you you take a step back and you're like, oh, how did I do? It's like, well, could have done better. You know, <laughs> better yeah. than some, worse than others. But I, you know, I think it's that's the fun of this, right? The fun is really like, you know, you struggle through it and you're, you know, you're really, you know, you're working hard trying to get, uh, you know, trying to get something out of it. Um, I'm going to, I'll show mine. Let's see, I'll, I will, sh- I'll show mine. Um, I, I would love it if, um, I would love it if, 
if any of you would like to um, you to be the And I can, yeah. Okay, there's mine. Little, it looks a little stumpy to me. Let me start looking at it. Probably, could probably do with uh, a little bit of elongating. So if I you know, use my, I use my liquify tool here just a little bit. Yep. Yep. That's what that does. Better. That's better. Nice. I gotta yeah. get me one of them. Liquify. Yeah, it's a little bit better. And then it's still, oh my God, it still feels like, still feels like off. I gotta push it. Yeah. Like that. Ah, sorry, I'm shaking, shaking the camera all over the place. There. A little bit better, I think. But even still, you know what I mean? It's kind of um, fun, fun, fun. You know what I mean? Just like super duper fun. And um, it's, it's that challenge, right? That, you know, you try to give yourself a time drawing and you try to work through it. But again, as I was working through it, I was trying to share my strategies of how I like try to move through the figure. Um, you know, definitely like composing it, the top and the bottom, just trying to trying to figure out like how tall the overall thing is, finding that middle point, right? Uh, and that's probably, you know, uh, again, that's probably, I have it probably a little bit too low. That's probably better. Yeah. Mm, right. right there at the uh, synthesis pubis, right? The crotch is the, that is the middle point of the body. And then again, sort of, I, I grab this measurement. If I were to measure, you know, this, uh, the wingspan of the arms and then compare it to the height that's, See, pretty close. So uh, in this particular figure, that's that's a relationship that we were able to sort of use there, and it was um, uh, and it was helpful because otherwise, I mean, if I think if I kind of like just started out with drawing like say the fingers and then trying to get to the rest of it, it would have been hard to maintain any relationship and a proportion. I think that like that's something that I know I certainly tried to do. In the beginning, you know, when I first started drawing figures, is like I would, you know, I'm like really attracted to to the eyes. This is something Jason was talking about on his show yesterday about how eyes are such a focal point. They're such a, you know, they're they become this, uh, they become something that we're all really attracted to. You kind of start with the eyeball and you draw the whole thing. It's like, well, before you know it, <laughs> you know, you are lost in the woods. So, um, you know, you delay that gratification. You get everything sort of, you know, together, proportion, and then, then you can really draw that eyeball and make it just, just so wonderful. So, but yeah, about seven and a half heads tall. Did a did a measurement, where you know where I looked at like you know the head height, and trying to do it, bring it down, roughly roughed out about seven and a half heads because that's what I that's what I looked at at the model. Not to not to say that that's always that way. Just like we were talking about how everybody's a little bit different, um, but there's a you know that's a place that you can start. Seven heads tall, eight heads tall, seven and a half heads tall, something like that. Um, but the from the top of the head to this sternal notch, that was a you know that was an important sort of relationship. And then after that, I could use that to sort of to also gauge width, right? Likely 
that amount corresponds to the, you know, to that amount, right? The top of the head to the sternal notch corresponds to the distance between the, the AC joints and that sort of a thing. You just sort of find those, those fun relations, you know, look around, they're all over the place. It has to do with like Fibonacci sequence and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, it has to do with gold, you know, the golden section um, and how we, how we sort of like, how we relate to ourselves. Uh, but let's see here. I'm gonna, I wanna remove this pin. I hope. Okay. All right, cool. So, uh, does anyone else, would anyone else want to share their drawings? I would love, love to see, love to see everybody else's. Oh, I'll sure. Go. Amber. Hold on a second. There we I gotta, go. I'm gonna get you the spotlight. Oh, there you are. You're on. Oh my God. So, so awesome. Seriously. Definitely better than it was last week. It's it's like you're, it's getting so much better so quick. Well, Seriously. I've been retaking the classes. Like I'll rewatch it and do it again for practice. That's amazing. That is. That's so good. Oh, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Great work, Amber. Seriously. Um, yeah, it's really it's well it's starting to pay off already. But keep at it because I really I, think you know I really think that it, like think about it if this is how good you can get. You know what I mean? In such a short amount of time, you know, we saw some, I think, amazing drawings today. People are capable. Yeah, you're yeah. capable, right? You're capable of, of like, I think really doing, you know, amazing things. You all are. So, um, but anyway, great work. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Cardo. There you go. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful, and uh, you know, and and you do this like really wonderful triangulation thing. You know, you find all these angles, and um, yeah. yeah, that looks like the yeah. Kabbalah. I was thinking the same thing. Totally. It looks like the same. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Break it down for him, Ricardo. It's the geometric tree. Yes. I thought that's yeah. what it was like. It's in, it's in everything. It's in circles. <laughs> right, Jason? <laughs> yeah. Or triangles. It's because actually we all this. know that those are everywhere. Yeah, and it's in the center of the seat of life, too. Mm. I use this composition for faces, bodies, everything. Wow. And I can just look it up. It's called the geometric tree. Well, the geometric tree is just a slight bit longer um but it's actually if you look up the seat of life and you look at the center and you find the points this is it stems off from the center and every intersection is like a an intersecting um, point on the circles that meet each other in the center oh. of the seat of life yeah but they make all these angles too triangles i have a book on sac sacred geometry that that's in i have to reread that book now yeah that's a good one it's wonderful, Ricardo. Thank you so much. And, and like, you know, so I think, um, uh, I love the, the strong contours that you were able to add. It really brings a lot of, um, 
you know, readability to the whole thing. And um, uh, so it's what makes it too, you know, like you were able to use your, um, to use your method to get a really great proportion, but then you went for it and added that extra, uh, extra push tone that really kind of helps, uh, that brings it to life for us. So I love it. Thanks. Great work. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. All right. Any, any other takers? Who else wants to go? I'll go. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. See, hold on a second. I'm going to get you. Hold on. Let me uh, yeah, there you are. Gotcha. Blur off. Hold on one second. Do, 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 I want to here. I want to make you the oh, want to make you the spotlight spirit. For some reason, I'm having a let's see, and then okay, there you go. So you are, you are uh, nice. Yeah, it's really uh, it's really nice. So what? How are you feeling about it? What are you? Uh, what were your? What's your sort of takeaways? Um. I love this particular exercise because the human body is probably one of the most complex structures in the universe and just being able to like create it is, is really something. Um, and then especially like some of the other poses that we did were very difficult. Well, like when the people were kind of like balled up, I don't know why. I think that might also, that might have been very difficult because I wasn't able to really see the, the other parts of the body so as to do a good job with proportion. And so this pose I think was great because you could see everything is almost like, you know what I'm saying? The Vitruvian man. Um, and you can, you know, put all the angles together and, and make everything proportional. But uh, yeah, I'm really getting a lot out of this. I, I agree. I think it, uh, I really think that there is um real improvement and just an overall like you know uh like the proportions you're able to get and then again the confidence is strong right you had nice strong lines and that's confidence and i think that's really kind of like um uh ultimately that's what i think uh, i think that's that's what i hope i'm doing here you know what i mean is like that i hope that you all walk away from this like feeling more confident you know like you're feeling more knowledgeable and then you know yeah we have a good time yeah, we do all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we talk about stuff that's that's interesting, but confidence, right? Like it's yeah. so important for an art practice. And yeah. so that's what I'm seeing, just confidence. And, uh, you know, again, we may like, we may do something that's not as accurate or I mean, or whatever, but you never know. Sometimes it's like, it's that, it's that little, it's that little something that, you know, that becomes the, you know, the thing you know it's the, right. the, the, yeah. the part about the work of art that like that that just somebody else responds to and ultimately i think we're always making it for we make it for ourselves but for the other right we make it for other people too even you know even like the the other part of ourselves that you know that, that loves to see that sort of thing in the world so anyway i i'm yeah super duper spirit thank you so much uh awesome all right and uh so who other, who else wants to show some of their work? 
Jason. All right, let's see. Add spotlight and spotlight. Awesome. Yeah. And you were able to get some rendering in there. Some really wonderful, some really wonderful rendering. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really it's really smooth, and there's a there's a really wonderful like highlight and stuff that you were able to to capture. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, exceptional for the amount of given the amount of time that we had. You really were able to sort of uh, talk talk to us a little bit about it. I'd love to hear like your process and like sort of like how you were so I, how that you worked through this. I I break a lot of things down based on um, just like illustration and building a form through illustration, wireframes, stuff like that. Um, but once I've got like a basic structure of, okay, if this is the size of my head, um, I know it, by proportion that the head is going to be this many body lengths. And I know that this, the legs are going to be this many body lengths. So I already know, okay, so if this is this size, here's this, here's this, here's this. I'll just do a quick rough through to get the contour, the angles of the shoulders, the angles of the hips. Um, but then once I've got the basic directions, a lot of it's just volume shading and volume drawing where I'm, I'm not even going through and trying to figure out a contour. I'm just going with small circles, filling in the form and creating that value and that volume as I'm sketching it in. And what that ends up leading to is the fact that I, already have some volume so just go through take your eraser after the fact and create some little highlights because you're creating that rounded texture that rounded volume and um you know different places where you have different tapers different shapes uh, marking where the knees are marking the elbows looking at the contour of like the bicep and tricep that forms that upper arm right and that mm -hmm. if you just kind of mark that through real lightly real quick it creates that shadow for you. You don't even have to try because yeah. where those natural forms are going to curve, you're going to have a little bit of a slight shadow, uh, like where the bicep and tricep meet that creates a slight indent. That's going to create a slightly darker area. So mm. I don't really try to do too much. I just try to go through and figure out muscle structures and okay, if this is where this is, here's the trapezius. Okay, these are going to be where my lateral muscles are. This is where the solar plexus is. Um, so now that I know where that is and I've got that roughed out, it's just a whole bunch of like small loose circles. Uh, well, wonderful. I I don't I wouldn't downplay it. Like you know, I I think I think it's uh, not everybody can do that. What you just sort of talked about. So I, I'm really, but I'm like super stoked on you. I, you know what I mean? Like that was a you know, it's a really great drawing. If and this was last are, year, I would just, not have been able really, to do that. You're really smart, Jason. So, you know, just you're you're really knowledgeable too, and so I think it helps. Um, and so that's it's a it's a really great example to all of us, right? You know, so learn learn that language, and Jason, look for those things. So you really great. Go you ahead. said that you wouldn't have been able to do this last year. No. What? Ricardo can attest to that. He's seen my evolution <laughs> over the past two years. Yeah, man, you've come a long way, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. Quick. I, I oh, would wow. not have been able to do that a year ago, guaranteed. Absolutely. What habits have you implemented in your life to be able to get to this point? Um, well, I changed the way that I looked at sketching. Um, instead of starting to sketch off with a predefined idea, 
of like, okay, this is where this edge is. This is where this bound is. Instead, I just started keeping everything. And Ricardo, I thank you for this. And I completely blame you for this. So it's your fault. Um, but I, I started taking a much more loose kind of methodology when it comes down to creating forms and structures. Um, very loose, very light, kind of just blocking in certain parts and certain areas. And because you're blocking it in so light initially, it doesn't matter if it's off. Right. You can always redefine that form later on as you build darker. Um, and I was working on that for a long, long time. And um, I overheard a conversation between Steve Moore and James Tex, two artists that I really, really admire. And I overheard this conversation at the deadly convention in June. And it was just like this light bulb went off in my mind um, where I was like, why have I not, really seen or tried that before, you know? So I kind of combine, combine Ricardo's philosophy of keep it loose, keep it light, block it in. Right. And their conversation was all about um, volume sketching yep. and how everything that they do, they're not starting out with like straight up and down lines or like, you know, side to side lines. They're starting off when they're sketching they're going in circles, creating volume as they're just getting their initial sketch down. And it kind of blew my mind as far as you're creating volume, you're creating shadows and highlights, you're creating form, right? But you're still sketching. So as long as you know your basic proportions and like where the knee ends and is that right? Where's the ankle? Where's that sitting? Um, Where's that in relationship you know, to the hip line and what's the angle of the hip line. Once you've got your basic angles in start volume sketching and just start trying to go through and map out the volume that's there for that individual piece. If you have to erase a little bit, erase a little bit, um, you know, to get the right angles, but you're creating that volume and those tones as you're creating this, this form. And I, I started trying that out uh probably june end of june beginning of july and um i've tried to utilize that for everything that i sketch now and it's cutting down my drawing time in half and because i'm already creating that volume i no longer have to guess at well where does this round over where does this meet this because anywhere where you start sketching a volume so you finish up um, say you finish up like a thigh area, right? From knee to hip. Well, anywhere, if you start working on the lower leg from the top of the knee to the ankle and you start doing some overlaying volume sketching over top of that, it's going to create a darker form where that kneecap is anyway. And it's gonna, from your underlying curve below the knee, for the top of the, for the thigh area and the top of the curve for the lower leg, you create a circle for the knee, right? Mm -hmm. So by going through and just sketching in that volume real quick, you're creating that rounded form already. 
It's wow. also going back to exactly what James was teaching today about the ambient occlusion and the Terminator edge and things like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're creating, you're creating that through all that light sketching. And then you just literally like go through and just kind of erase the highlight and then boom, you have the illusion yeah. of that form. Mm. Yeah. Because so you're kind of one of the principles of drawing is you draw in the f- draw. What was it that my teacher always told me draw in the direction of the form So if you're drawing in a circle, you're going to, you're not going to go straight across, right? You're going to go in curves because it's Mm -hmm. a curved form. The human body is a curved form. Yep. Sketch in the same way. So you're just creating that illusion through sketching it. Yeah. And it's great. It's it's something that I I picked up in with charcoal drawing, you know what I mean? Charcoal drawing for sure. And needed erasers. It's like you are literally laying down that wash form and you're just adding a little bit more contrast to it and you're capturing the shape and the highlight. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome, Jason. That's a great way to explain it, dude. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, man. I, uh, yeah, I really appreciate like, you know, your approach here. Everyone's approach I think has been, you know, it's, it's, we're helping each other. I think, I think we're all, I think this is a, this is very much a, very much a, a space where, you know, everybody is developing their skills and you're, we're, we're all getting a little bit from the other. And, you know, like, rather than saying that there's this right way, right. You know, you might end up, you know, we might end up taking a little bit of everyone's approach and applying it to a particular, you know, you'll know when the right time to use it. Um, I think that's sort of like, um, that's what experience gives us this intuition, right? You get all this experience, you practice, you, you know, you, you go through it and you end up, um, you end up like, you end up just sort of knowing, knowing what to do. Um, takes, takes time, takes experience, but, uh, but I, you know, I definitely think, um, and a lot of I definitely think it's strong. something that you know is is so is so valuable. Uh, Eric, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's your turn. We're gonna, we're oh, gonna this is so embarrassing, you. dear. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Okay. Ooh. Uh, some awesome. some notes as you guys were talking, and put kind of a tree in, and put Ricardo's name, and put Jason up there with the loose circles. <laughs> oh. That is so a good. vast improvement. Yeah. And I draw very lightly, so that gives that shows I'm not very confident yet. Well, that's, that's all right. Should. Yeah, that's all right. You're 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 working on it. Yeah. And you're, work, you're working analog today. And I think that's also something, you know, that's uh it's something that like it's really good to keep your hand on the paper too. We all, you know, like so often, you know, I I sort of find that I'm like you know, I'm working on my tablet so much. I'll go to like, you know, I'll go on a paper and I'll, I'll try to like zoom in. I'll try to pinch it and zoom in. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else ever experiences that, but. Um, oh yeah, man. Sometimes I'm trying to erase a press of paper. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, no, I love it. I think, um, I think that probably, you know, you just sort of, you kind of ran out of room on the, you know, for the oh, arms. Yeah. Cause it's so, cause it was so tall and i think you know that's just something you know let them let those fall off the page that's totally fine but otherwise you know i i like all of the relationships that you were finding there i think that's really going to be you know um uh 
it's just keep developing and keep practicing. And Used a lot of eraser on this. I put too many sections <laughs> in and I realized, oh goodness, my body was like from here to here and I kind of erase and do it over. But no, I think easier on the paper. I just so appreciate everybody's ideas and they're so good. This is, the collaboration is fantastic. Yeah. Really like it. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. No, I think we, I think we all got a lot of really, um, we all got a lot of really great, you know, sort of feedback today. And then also, mm-hmm. you know, like just some, uh, I think, you know, just some, like some great ideas, some great insights into the practices that everybody has. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm super grateful for everybody's contributions. Um, I think, uh, right. So, uh, because, uh, you can thank spirit everybody <laughs> but spirit asked for some homework last time and i think that's you know i think that's a great uh you know this this would be it'd be a great sort of moment um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do it <laughs> i'm gonna commit i'm gonna do it i'm going to i'm gonna draw and render uh these two objects right so egg and Eggs avocado because i want to do an experiment i want to see like uh, and then again, you know, I, I may be on gray paper, I may be on white paper, I'm not sure yet, but uh, I'm going to do it, you know, and you're welcome to do it too. You want to show it off next week. Uh, I love that, right? Um, so the, the whole object will be, of course, you know, um, you know, this, this avocado is not exactly actually, this egg is pretty perfect for the most part. It's just about perfect, but avocado might have a little bit you know, a little bit more organic quality. I might, I might get the nub in it. Um, but I think the, the object is going to be, I want to describe the tonal value. Um, you know, I want to try to render these two and, and see what the difference is, is right. See, like, so this avocado is going to have, like, it's going to have a light half and a dark half, right. It, you know, have a strong light on it how dark does the dark get how light is the light same with this right and then sort of contrast that with cast shadows and stuff so um i think it'll be a fun experiment you know time yourself make it like 10 minutes or something you know what i mean make it 15 minutes whatever you're comfortable with like try try jason's volume shading right try ricardo's you know seed of life do some measuring and stuff do it on paper, do it on your iPad, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever it takes. Um, but I think, you know, uh, again, so no pressure, you know, there's no, no grade, <laughs> but, um, but make some time, right? Set aside some time for yourself, do some drawing. That's like, that's not for your appointments, right? Maybe even some drawing. That's not, you know, it's not this, you know, it's not this homework assignment. Uh, try to draw for the pleasure of it. Um, because you know, I think it is—it's uh, just super important, you know, for, you know, for your spirit, right? That you draw. So um, I think uh, this was a was a great episode, <laughs> and also just a really great time, you know, being, being able to be with all of you. So any any last any last final questions or thoughts? I really look forward to this class every Monday. It has been exactly. Oh my God, you know, Amber, like I, I can't tell you just how much, just how great it is to just have an art teacher in your life, you know, for an, for an artist. You mm-hmm. know? And um, 
I, I really, really thank you guys so much, all of you guys for being a part of this class and just, you know, just being a, such an integral part of my, my, my life and my journey as an artist. So I, I appreciate you guys. Awesome. That is, that is really very generous. Thank you so much. Um, well, uh, so um, does, uh, does everybody, anybody want to uh, sign off real quick? Um, see if you want to, you know, kind of tell us, tell us your name. So if we can find you anywhere since you're here, we'd love to, love to promote you too. So. Ricardo, you want to go. go? Sure, I'll go. Uh, okay. My name is Ricardo Sertavant. Uh Thank you, James, for letting me be a part of the class. It's been a great time, man. Uh, I agree with Spirit. You're doing a great job. Keep it up, dude. Um, Jason, it's always good to see you. Amber as well. Harriet and Spirit, it's nice to meet you guys. Uh, nice to see some new faces and stuff on here and hear all the positive feedback, man. It's awesome. Um, you can reach me on Instagram at Ricardo Sturdivant. Uh, you can also reach me here or join me here, zoom in, feel free to, and Tuesday mornings for Tuesday Feels at 10 a.m. Um, it's always a good time. Sometimes we'll go over some art stuff. Sometimes we'll just talk about tattoo stuff. Sometimes we talk about life stuff and how they all relate to each other. Uh, that's one of my favorite things to do. So if you guys get a chance, hop on in, say what's up. Thanks for having me, James. Thanks, Ricardo. Yeah. Jason. And so I'm Jason Leeser. I host the uh, one o'clock in the afternoon drawing group on Sundays. You're reinventing the tattoo. Um, feel free to join in. Feel free to zoom in. You know, I try to do it every Sunday um, unless I'm traveling, but that's a different story. Then I usually try to do like live convention coverage. But yeah, stop on in. Um, you know, it's always a good place to come and talk. I'm usually working on a painting or you know, a sketch or a drawing or layout design for something. Um, if anyone ever has any questions, you can reach me on Instagram at Philly Inc. Uh, P-H-I-L-L-Y-I-N-K. Um, yeah. So I'm always available. Thank you, Jason. Amber. And thank you very much for the invitation. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I am Amber Morgan. You can find me on Instagram under Amber Morgan or on Facebook under Amber Morgan Originals and Looking Glass, Inc. Thank you so much, Amber. It's great to see you again. You too. Spirit, Spirit, you want to give us a sign off? Yeah, totally. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tattoos by Spirit. Everything's spelled correctly. Um, uh, that's about it. And uh, Henry, I'm Henry F. Henderson on Facebook, but, you know, just follow me on Instagram is fine. Again, um, I also definitely want to make sure I check out um, uh, Jason and Ricardo's class. Uh, you know, just you know, be a part of that experience. I'm looking for Mondays right now is, is the only is the only time that I can actually dedicate to it. But uh, I definitely want to make sure I tune in when I get a chance for these other guys' classes. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Totally. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit. Harriet. <laughs> um. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not an artist. I'm just watching this to learn. I'm a lifelong learner, and this is an excellent class to do it with. So you can't awesome. find me anywhere, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> except here on Monday mornings. That's great. No, it's great. It's great to find you. So um, uh, thank you so much, uh, Harriet. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Um, uh, I'll sign off, too. 
I'm James Wisdom. Thank you for uh, watching Drawing for Tattooers um, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, happy drawing, everyone, and we'll see you next stream.